This is exactly right. Hello. We want to take a second to tell you about one of our favorite podcasts, Disgraceland. If you like music, pop culture, and true crime, this is the podcast for you. Through host Jake Brennan's deeply researched storytelling, you'll hear all about the lives and crimes of musicians like Jerry Lee Lewis, Jay-Z, The Rolling Stones, and so many more. And now Disgraceland is expanding to include artists, actors, athletes, and other icons from Anthony Bourdain to Andy Warhol. Full episodes are released every Tuesday. Check out Disgraceland on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen. Goodbye. Welcome to the My Favorite Murder Minisode, where we tell you your stuff. Real emails. Quick. Emails. Emails. That's about it. Oh. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get started, two things real quick. Uh, today, Monday, November 5th, is the day that the pre-sale tickets for our fucking winter 2019 tour, which we just announced, go on sale for the, for fan, the fan cult. cult only. So if you're a part of the fan cult, go get your tickets. If you're not... Remember, there's only a certain amount of tickets, even if you're in the fan cult. Tickets, pre-sale, fan cult, my go favorite order, Good luck. Go ahead. Roll the nine. And also, mm. uh, the other announcement is that uh, please go vote tomorrow. Mm. It's very important, even if you think it's not. Please don't think it's not because it absolutely is in every way, shape, and form. That's right. It's a necessity of life. And if you're listening to this podcast, chances are that we need you on you people on our side. Yes. And don't get, um, don't get, uh, convinced by all the early voting video that you keep seeing on social media and on the news making it think like oh everyone's going to take care of it for me yeah and i can just kind of sail through this it's it's a show up time it's put up uh and shut up time for this country it is and i mean even if you live in let's say like a totally blue state it's still really important to uh exercise your civic fucking duty and your your responsibility as a goddamn american citizen well and also it seems like we really need to make sure that things happen so that like say for example they don't make being transgender illegal right like it's things like that you have to think about other people and you have to think about instead of making an excuse of why not to do something yeah. realize why you need to do it or like if you live in a red state and you're you're blue think of like you can just get those percentages up a little get those fucking that a little closer to, have your voice you be know? heard exactly it's important it's really important please do it um do you want me to start sure i'm holding my paper up so i get to start <laughs> All right. So this is, uh, we're reading you some, um, hometowns from Atlanta and Austin, which is where we will be visiting this weekend. That's right. The last, the last weekend of our fall tour, which is mind boggling. So crazy. It's been such a fun tour. Thank you to all the cities. In the beginning, uh, I was really good about after we would do shows, mm. doing a fun retweet and a thank you. By the end, I'm like, I can't remember what city we were in. So tired. So the last, so the last couple rounds, the NorCal rounds of Portland, Seattle, Vancouver, and San Francisco, Oakland, and Sacramento. That's right. I don't think anybody, except for the Sacramento Paul Hole specialty, I don't think anybody got a special oh, yeah. tweet, we love you. But we really do. We've had, we've been having the best time. That's right. Thank you. <clears throat> and LA, of course. Oh, and of course, LA and Halloween. Halloween? All right. The subject line of this email is, 
<laughs> we haven't done a live show in a while. No, a real show, you mean? Yeah, like a like a, oh, a real you live. and me and Steve in the in the Podloft sure. show. No, it's been a while. It's quiet. Yeah, and it's small. I don't have any makeup on. Thank God. Mm. Um, I don't have any scrubs on. <laughs> okay, so the subject line is Ant's story. Uh, hi, y'all. Spelled Ant like your uncle's wife. Got it. This one takes place in Tyler, Texas, a sweet, innocent little town in East Texas, where my mom grew up for part of her life. When my mom was a few years old in her late, in the late fifties, her older sister, my aunt, who was around 12 at the time, was left to babysit my mom and her other young siblings while their parents went out on a date. The fifties, am I right? They didn't have central air, so it was common practice in that time to leave the windows open around the house to create a nice cross breeze. Of course. While leaving the screens in to keep the bugs out. Uh, how, like a normal, ideal world. How windows work. Um, <laughs> while the kids are playing, my aunt hears the phone ring and answers, and an older man very politely asks, Hi, sweetie, is your dad home? And my aunt responds, No, he's out with my mom right oh, now. Oh, no, no. He hangs up. That's <gasps> all he needed to hear. That's right. Not long after this phone call, my aunt is sitting in the living room waiting for my grandparents to come home when she hears something coming from the window nearby. <clears throat> Not unusual, as there were lots of animals around. She glances up to see what little critters making the commotion and instead she sees a large man standing outside the window he's holding a knife oh my god my aunt froze he lifts the knife gingerly to the screen and pierces through it preparing to make a long slit to climb through holy shit he's grinning (gasps) my aunt screams Suddenly, he's fully illuminated from behind by a blinding light. My grandparents were pulling up the driveway. Oh, my God. The man quickly conceals the knife and whirls around. My grandfather steps out and immediately confronts the man, who claims to be lost. A policeman patrolling the area approaches to see what the situation is. Oh, this guy's having a real bad day. The man says, oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was Dr. McDonald's house. The officer believed him. No. And chuckling at what he thinks is a quirky mistake quickly points him to the correct house down the street. No, no. The man cheerily thanks the officer and walks away toward the other family's home. No questioning, no search. They just let him walk away. Mm, Great. It wasn't until my grandparents spoke to my aunt and saw the cut screen that they understood what actually happened. They never caught the guy. Anyway, stay sexy and close your fucking windows. Can't wait to see y'all in Austin soon. Best, Meredith. Yep. The smiling part. Smiling. Smiling. Smiling at the little 12-year-old girl inside the house. That I just called and asked if your family was home. Oh, Oh, Jesus. That's why no one answers the phone anymore. That's right. No one can be trusted. Nobody. Okay. This one's called People Tell Their Pastors Everything. Ooh. Hey, team. (laughs) Long-time listener, first-time caller. I'm a pastor in Atlanta, and recently I went to lunch with a member of my congregation. He's the sweetest older man who is super smart and always tells the best stories. So we're driving back to the church, and we start talking about the criminal justice system. Jay is a lawyer by trade, which makes conversations like this super interesting. Somehow we got on the topic of of big criminal cases in the city, obviously being a murderino and a true crime junkie I can't help myself so I asked Jay what he remembers about the Atlanta child murders oh, shit. he talks about how terrified the city was and how now people aren't so sure about Wayne Williams involvement mm-hmm. he's going on and on about fiber evidence and the kind of and I kind of start to zone out when suddenly he says you know my daughter was kidnapped during the height of this <gasps> 
What? It was so casual. Like he was commenting on the weather. And I'm thinking, dear God, what have I just stumbled into? He proceeds to tell me that in 1980, his seven-year-old daughter was walking home from school one afternoon when a man drove up alongside her, pulled her into his car, and drove her out of the neighborhood. Apparently, this little girl was a badass, though, and she wasn't having any of this shit. She starts asking him who he is and where they're going over and over again. And when the man doesn't answer, she starts screaming and kicking at the passenger window. Yes. Fully losing her shit and fighting back. The kidnapper gets so frustrated with her that he pulls over and shoves her out of the car <laughs> into Piedmont Park. Seven-year-old seven year badass marches up to the first adult she finds in the park and gives them her name and the name of her parents and then informs them that she was kidnapped. Police are called and within the hour she's returned to her parents. The would-be kidnapper was picked up a few days later, arrested and convicted. Shit. Jay's daughter is alive and well with a family of her own because she's a freaking rock star and even at seven knew how to SSDGM. Yes. I could go on and on about Jay and his freaking amazing stories, like how his brother was the defense attorney for Richard Jeweler, the security guard initially accused of the Atlanta child uh, I'm sorry Atlanta Olympic bombings Richard Jewell Jewell yeah. thank you yeah. not jeweler <laughs> that, that was what he did by trade excuse but me it wasn't his name <laughs> <laughs> or any of my other weird and wonderful church members like the rare book collector who owns a bible that belonged to a woman who was executed for witchcraft in Salem yes we affectionately call it the witch bible yes my church is a dope collection of smart loving fascinating kick-ass humans needless to say I love being their pastor Aww. Thank you so much for all the stuff you do. You know you're awesome. Nobody likes a kiss ass. Anyway, can't wait to see you in Atlanta in November. Blessings and peace. E. That's Aww. so awesome. So nice. Thank I, you. I am surprised by having a, a pastor um, listener. I am too. Thank you for tolerating. Thank you for being the middleman between me and Jesus. <laughs> um, I don't even know what I'm saying. Okay. The subject of this one is the death of the lemur man. Dear sexy crew, my best friend growing up lived on a picturesque horse farm where we spent many hours traipsing around in dress up, probably riding horses and pretending we were elves and Lord of the Rings or whatevs. Anyways, uh, their next door farm neighbors were hella weird. So naturally, we were always trying to spy on them like the nosy kids we were. <laughs> we were mostly interested in them because they had lemurs and llamas what? and a bunch of other weird animals. Rad. We never saw anything that interesting, but we loved gossiping about how weird they were. <laughs> Last year, my mom casually mentioned that she'd recently caught up with my friend's mom, and she mentioned that their next-door neighbor had died in a weird choking accident. Mm -hmm. His wife was devastated and had sold the farm. My friend's mom didn't think anything of it until she saw this on the news. A year later, had this lady married to the lemur man had moved to California, married a man high up in the Google Corporation, hmm? and he too had <gasps> mysteriously died in a choking accident. Nope, 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 nope. However, this guy had cameras all over his house, and <gasps> even though she pled innocent and acted horrified, the camera caught her giving her husband a drink and then casually cleaning her nails and swinging her feet while watching her husband choke what? to death on the poison she put in the drink. What? It turns out this girl had grown up in a wealthy family in Atlanta, but had a fun little hobby of killing off boyfriends and husbands and as soon as she got them to put her in their wills. Holy shit. I think this was maybe her fourth or fifth man that she had killed. Stay oh. sexy and maybe don't own a lemur from G farm in Georgia. Lexa. Oh my god, the image of watching a video where the woman is just doing her fucking nails yes. while he chokes to death. Horrifying. And then can you imagine choking and your loved one is doing nothing and you're like, oh no. That's when you realize 
as you're on your way out. Yeah. You're like, shoot. Shoot. That's why I had that weird vibe around her. That's why she begged me about the will. <laughs> oh, so bad. that's awful. <laughs> okay, this one's called Stay Sexy and Always Keep a Can of Peas in Your Purse. Mm. Hiya, lovely humans and furry friends. Let's jump the fuck in. Mm. On a recent trip home to see my sweet baby angel mom, I asked her to pull out a, all of the photos she could find with the purpose of spending an afternoon drinking beer and reminiscing on, on her childhood and my own. I highly suggest everyone who can who can does this because it was a lovely trip down memory lane and I learned so much about my mom and her youth including that her friends uh, that her and her friends really like to moon and flip the bird <laughs> to the camera in yeah. their 30s <laughs> my hero with a beer in her hand and her friends bare ass by her side because you're getting into mooning the camera in your 30s <laughs> it's kind of amazing like not your 20s once you start a family yeah and then you just need to blow some steam it's time mm-hmm. anyways while going through her old photos i would every now and then ask who's this whenever i didn't recognize a friend or a family member with her on one of those questions she surprised me when her voice dropped and she said that this bright beautiful woman was her cousin marilyn who was murdered by an ex-fiance like oh didn't i tell you no mom you didn't in all caps apparently marilyn was one of her closest friends and my mom was prepared to be her bridesmaid puffy pink dress and all in her upcoming wedding to a jobless jealous loser while marilyn got hip to his bs and broke off the engagement after which he stalked her for several weeks before tragically stabbing her to death in a dark alleyway oh my god don't worry they caught the monster and he's still rotting away in jail or maybe Maybe he's dead. Who even cares? It was pretty incredible to talk to my mom about her experience losing a close friend and family member in such a horrific way and made me admire her strength even more. One thing that sticks out to me in the story is that my mom vividly remembers Marilyn's mother never recovering from the loss of her daughter and eventually becoming a homeless wanderer for the rest of her days. Oh, no. I know, who always kept a can of peas in her purse for whenever she was hungry. She had offered those peas to my mother on many occasions. Anyways, I really do love and appreciate you two fantastic humans. Your podcast got me through two month, the two month process of leash training my very stubborn hound dog <laughs> with minimal frustration crying. Uh, I'm so excited to see you in Austin in November with my mom. Stay sexy and don't forget to keep a can of peas in your purse just in case, Sam. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Um, here's my last one. The subject line is my arsonist cousin plays Jesus in the MF in Christmas play. <laughs> Hello, all. Uh, we all have creepy cousin. Mine just mine just happens to be an arsonist. <laughs> oh, Jesus. We're right in it. Growing up, my mom always said that she had a bad feeling about my cousin. Uh, he was my only cousin on that side of the family that was my age, so we went to the same youth group. We all knew never to hang out with him one-on-one, Jesus. and we avoided his church hugs like the gosh damn plague. In December 2017, he played Jesus in the Christmas play, so my parents were all... Uh, my parents and all my aunts and uncles... Thought maybe he'd turn out okay. Mm. Holy shit were were they dead ass wrong. Um, He always loved attention, so naturally he was stoked out of his mind to play Jesus in the Christmas play. The following February, he was on the news in a neighboring county because he was a witness to a series of four fires in a trailer park. Mm -mm. He comes on the news and says, I just hope that whoever this person is, either you turn yourself in or they find the person. And then he proceeds to show the news people how he kicks in the door of one of the burning trailers after calling 911. Oh my God. I'm assuming all the attention from playing Jesus went to his head. (laughs) The very next day, police tracked the fires back to the motherfucker. Jesus. (laughs) Motherfucker. Fucker. And one of them was a trailer that belongs to another one of our cousins. Yes, he set the fires for the sole purpose of pretending to help put them out and getting a news interview on the news wow. station that cannot uh, have more than 600 viewers. <laughs> 
Needless to say, the people at church went crazy when they found out that he had played Jesus in the Christmas play. A deacon literally thanked the Lord our church didn't get set on fire during a Sunday morning prayer. Now he's facing 20 years in prison, uh, much like many other members of my family. (laughs) Um, God bless the South and plane tickets out of Atlanta that have taken me far away after graduating from high school. Oh my God. Wow. Uh, Thanks for making every car ride fun and less anxiety ridden than before. My best friend Olivia and I love you guys and dream of seeing you live all the time. Stay sexy and don't play Jesus in a Christmas play (laughs) if you plan on setting a trailer park on fire. (laughs) Annie. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, Should I do one more? Yeah. Okay. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant, like perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could, as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant-quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of Made In products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made in, made in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. 
Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com murder. And here's the important note, that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. A sex shop, an office, and a sad day at work. Funny found in Wall Story. <laughs> Hi all in Podloft. Oh. Uh. I'm so excited because my life is so goddamn boring, but I finally have a reason to email. So, okay, I was at Dragon Con this year. Okay. Mm -hmm. Had a great time. You guys should go. All right. <laughs> and I got to this great conversation with a couple of people at the bar. This guy launches into the story about the strangest thing he has found in a wall while working at this building in Atlanta. All I'm thinking is, fuck yeah, I will steal this and send it straight <laughs> to Karen in Georgia. <laughs> Don't worry, I didn't steal. I told him I was going to email this. So he explains that he was working in this building and his boss... Uh, says we have to make a hole in this wall to run a line or something along those lines whatever the fuck people do in offices <laughs> when he makes the initial hole the best fucking thing fell out and then dot 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 a goddamn giant dildo <laughs> shocked and honestly not sure what to do next he asks his boss about it and the boss explains the office used to be owned by a sex shop that i think did films not sure not important anyway they end up losing the space and just left a bunch of shit both accidental and on purpose somehow and no one quite knows why the dildo ended up in the wall where a hole was made but don't go don't worry it gets better this man had to spend his work days for the next two weeks removing tons of fucking dildos out of the wall. What? I guess someone decided fuck it and just made a hole and threw them in there. <laughs> he couldn't remember how many he took out, but it was like the strangest thing he has ever found in the wall. <laughs> I don't remember the building. He told me, but I was a few Jack and Gingers in. Well, I hope you guys got a chuckle out of that. Stay sexy and maybe just keep your dildos in your nightstand drawer, Danielle. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someone was like a disgruntled worker and they were just like, fuck you. Fuck, I'm not fucking, I'm not going to shelve these dildos. Cause you're, you know, when you work in retail, you know, you have to put stuff out. Yeah. So even you're dildos. Like, you just don't feel like working anymore. So if you pretend that the stock doesn't exist, yes. you don't have to put it out. Yes. Cause I was thinking maybe they were old testers. Oh. They were just like, oh, we're not going to put them in the dishwasher. Just put them in the wall. <laughs> dishwasher. <laughs> Do people clean their... Okay. No. Haven't you ever seen that at like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those like sex parties. Dishwasher safe. They're <laughs> just like, what's Can less you, sexy? Like, and also more like, could you imagine if someone's like, oh, I'm going to get a cup yeah, for my tea. Right. And they're like, no, good, no, no. Yeah, but also dishwashers can't be 99% effective, right? Like, you've got to have a little bit of salmonella left on that. What if you get like... What if Listen. your vagina falls off because you get salmonella poisoning because you wash it? Or for it? any other reason. For Just any reason. Let's start fearing the worst <laughs> that your vagina, like it's a like it's a stereo face from the 90s that you can remove, <laughs> that it just will drop off of your right, body. Right, like your Lego piece. <laughs> like it's like a Lego piece vagina and it just... <laughs>
Oh, no. And you accidentally, it falls off, and then you step on it. Uh, hurts your foot so bad. How embarrassing. And then you're like, do you want some tea? And then you open your dishwasher, and there's all your <laughs> no! dildos in there. My private things that I put in the dishwasher. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, send just your stories to my favorite murder at Gmail. Uh, don't forget to vote. Don't forget to buy your tickets on the fan cult, like and we told you. Don't forget to stay sexy. And don't get murdered. Goodbye. Goodbye. Elvis. Mimi? It's your big chance, Mimi. Mimi, you want a cookie? Did that work? Oh, good girl. The tiniest. The tiny meow.